You're listening to DraftKings Network. Yeah. Yes. We're back. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are waiting for it. Well, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been staring at their like iPhone, waiting to hit play. And Hitting just, refresh. <laughs> it's it's finally here. Yeah. Uh, Cooligans. Cooligans, guys. That's where we are, baby. Uh, here, back again, uh, you know, on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Yeah. Please stop telling people where I live. Because <laughs> uh, the fans. You didn't have to mention that. Yeah. I just said Upper West Side of Manhattan. Right. Like because it. people think we have a studio <laughs> on the Upper West Side. <laughs> yeah. We're in. Uh, Technically, a, we're in Inwood. So just to throw people <laughs> off the scent. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's nice to be back. I, yeah. I it's nice. It's it, it really is nice to be back because I had a uh, you went away a little bit. I, I a little vacation. Yeah. A little impromptu vacation. My girlfriend was like, "Let's go on vacation." And what option did I have, really? Yeah. Uh, well, if anyone says let's go on vacation, you're like, "Well, I'm not going <laughs> to say no." Uh, I went to Cape Cod, and I'm a little tired. You know, I thought it was going to be more of a relaxing weekend, but it was more. Why? What did you do? Did you like go sightseeing, or I did like physical activity. Wow. Uh, I, I did like rode on a, a long bike trail, did about 15 miles on a bike trail. Sounds like punishment, not vacation. <laughs> uh, kayaking. Is your girl, your girl is like a very uh, like uh, active. Yeah, she likes all that stuff. Yeah. But it's, right. it's, she, she enjoys it. It, it, it's such a part of like, she, like she, it's someone if she doesn't, if she's not active, she's an unhappy person. You know, like, like I've never dated someone like this, like sitting at home watching a movie would be no, not solely like she can enjoy that. But if she did not exercise that day, then it, it's like that's a guilty pleasure that she did not earn. I don't get it. Watching the movie, sitting just without like, having had exercise. At yes. One point it's in like, that day. yeah, it's like she feels like she didn't earn that really ability to be like that right to be lazy. Boy, <laughs> her and I have such different <laughs> philosophies on life. But it's you know it's I I if I exercise I felt like I would earn eating a steak <laughs> with a chicken parm on top of it. Yeah, that makes yeah very different uh, yeah. Uh, psychology. Behind yeah, it. yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, could we be any more different? Uh, but yeah, I had a, I had a good time. Uh, I, have you ever been to Cape Cod? I have not been to Cape Cod. Oh, I um, I mean it's close by. It's only what like a five hour drive. Yeah, about and uh, it, yeah, it's cool. It's very weather's great. Five hour drive from Inwood, New York. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's great. It's I, I I consider it white mecca. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very. <laughs> there's so few non-white people there. Really. Even like, you, you know, sometimes a lot of these uh, uh, towns, like the minorities, are the ones who like basically are the waiters. And yeah, all they're the staff. Stuff. No, not even there. Not even there. No. That reminds me of when I first went to uh, Lake George, which is upstate. It's sort of like um, if you're upstate, like closer to Manhattan. It's your Jersey Shore. Like, it's got, like, a little, like, a town around the uh-huh. uh, around the lake. It's kind of cool. It's kind of nice. It's like a little village. Um, I remember I was, uh, we went to, the, like, whatever the nicest resort there. My father-in-law was like, if we're going to go, let's just go there. So we're like, sure. And we actually got a great deal because it was, like, just slightly out of season. Long story short, I hadn't realized. I saw, like, a black dude with dreads walk past me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on a second. You're the first minority I stop, haven't seen in the it. mirror. <laughs> I didn't notice that until he walked by. Like, I hadn't seen nothing. 
but white people. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But it's, uh, it is shocking for those of us who live in New York City. <laughs> yeah, it is a little. Who, uh, you know. It, uh, the, the one thing I did notice there was whenever I saw a black person, they did the almost the, like, you hear comedians. I've heard comedians do bits like this where, like, th- when they see the other black person, they give a little head nod. They, like, nod. But this was, it was an Acknowledgement. Int- it was an interesting thing because some black guys did that. Some didn't. But one thing, one thing that was consistent was everyone who was in an interracial relationship, black, white, yeah. always, they saw my girlfriend and I, and yeah, they were like, hey, yeah, yeah. all right, I see what all you're right. doing. I That's play it. <laughs> <laughs> you, get the same, you get the same magazine as I do. <laughs> I, was, I was like, why? It feels wrong to, yeah. to give the head nod. Under those circumstances, <laughs> yeah. it feels wrong. To you, give the head nod you back. You feel guilty about giving it back. <laughs> but also like, when your girl's not looking, you're like, that's right, son. <laughs> yeah, dog. It ain't only you. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, I had a good time. It felt good, especially after um, that great win uh, oh, man. on Thursday. Ah, dude, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, oh, yeah. God, yeah, we were, I was, we were both pretty buzzing after that. I mean, I, I didn't do anything that grand. I did a lot of pizza tours. Um, but I've been noticing, what I've noticed, I, I know you mentioned uh, off the air that there was a lot of like uh, Messi and PSG jerseys up there or, sh- or kids' yeah. shirts, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I wore my NYCFC hat, and then I have an Arsenal hat that I wore. I did three pizza tours. I wore them. I wore one of the two for all three. And uh, doing my hat thing a lot more this summer. You know, normally I'm very groomed. But um, every time I wore it, uh, whoever was younger on the tour knew so much about soccer. And especially the NYCFC stuff, people are like, oh, I'm, I'm, I came into town. I want to go to one of the games. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're all, a lot of these people are on vacation in New York. They all want to go see the game. And you know why? Why? Why is that? It's, so, it's, it's, it's what you think the reason why. The number one reason I hear, which player do you think? Uh, it has to be Pirlo. Pirlo. Yeah. That's it. I mean, but these are young dudes. I mean, these guys are like maybe, maybe 12. One of them was 15 years old. Anyone older than that typically doesn't really know a lot about soccer. I notice it's me talking to a lot of young kids, which I probably should not be doing. Thank God it's in the confines of a tour. And <laughs> not just me talking through a fence at some kid in school. <laughs> no, but if it's, with a beard. If, when you talk about sports, and it's, you know, as long as it's not, you're not being creepy about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you like Pirlo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. I, you know, it's kind of surprising. You know, I don't, I don't really know the legend of Pirlo. I, I know, you know, I, I, the first time I really watched him was in what the, the World Cup when they won in okay. 2006, yeah. I believe. And I'm, and you know, they he were ta- was important, but he hadn't risen to the level that he has now. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even. I, I'm surprised so many people know like the lore of Pirlo. I think a lot of it is also like the, uh, like he has like that Slatan appeal. Without really trying, which is kind of funny of like the mm-hmm. um, he's like the Chuck Norris. Yeah, quiet, you know, the like, quiet confidence. But no, I mean, like people are like, what can't he do? And then there's like memes of him being able to do whatever he wants. There's photos of him like sipping wine, looking seductively at the camera. But he's like relaxed. OK, like that type of um, that character, I think, has led him to have sort of this like larger than life appeal when it comes to soccer, because I knew he was a big deal. But I didn't know that so many people were really like into the fact of who he was and want to see him live. Yeah, I mean, he's basically the Dos Equis guy. Yeah, with, exactly. With <laughs> yeah, which is the Chuck Norris thing. You know, yeah, like Chuck yeah. Norris can, whatever. I don't know. He, uh, he has the, yeah, the book of it. Yeah. Of, he's uh, in bed before the lights <laughs> out, that kind of dumb stuff. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's a great uh, 
uh, not necessarily a marketing strategy. He probably didn't come up with it on his own. Pirlo? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think he just sat but back just and like watched it happen. <laughs> and also, he's, like, so cool about everything. He's, like, even even when uh, the Red Bulls did that TIFO, did you see it? It was Lampard and yeah, him. that's right. The uh, city retirement home. Mm-hmm. He took a picture of it and posted it on his Instagram, and he used the crying, laughing emoji, and he put, like, eight of them. That's funny. That was his only comment. <laughs> like, he even gets, he's fine with the joke. Like, he's okay with yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't you know? take uh, himself too seriously. No, he's he's so he's so cool. He's so relaxed and cool. But, but it almost seems like, isn't that, that kind of personality someone who you, you, like, on paper, you kind of wouldn't want that guy on your team, right? Don't Isn't when you think about you, you uh, uh, the success, you think about hungry players that will murder anyone in their way to, yeah. to get to an MLS cup. Like the, the like the insane don't get in my way. Yeah. You know, break through walls kind of a guy. Yeah, I guess, but there's something cool about having a guy that just like sits back and is like, yeah, I'm just going to be the dopest dude ever. You know what? And the, does it. Uh, yeah, because he gets results. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I honestly cannot wait. And I almost hope, uh, I mean, I'm being greedy, but I, I almost hope his first goal is at home so we can be there watching. Because you imagine when he scores, the crowd the, erupting. The, New York is going to pop off. Yeah. I think people <laughs> living in the Bronx are going to be like, what was that sound? <laughs> well, I think that was a 6.3 on the Richter <laughs> yeah, scale. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. They're going to be checking local buildings on River <laughs> Avenue next to Yankee Stadium to make sure the elevators are safe to use. Because that it's, will be, it will be a massive pop. He hasn't I mean, even taken that many shots. No. I, I remember like he three. took one, by the way, and he wasn't all that the last match. It wasn't incredibly yeah. close. But everyone was like, oh. <laughs> and that sound wasn't like he almost did it. That sound was like, how cool would it have been <laughs> if he did it? Yeah. It's such a weird, I don't know how we always jump on the Pirlo bandwagon here on this podcast. But uh, I mean, whatever, you know, he's a. Uh, He's a st- he's a staple of New York City now. Yeah, he absolutely is. He is. He is now. I would we, vote him the mayor, just like the our video. <laughs> we have him for what the next two years. Two years, That's year it. and a half. Year and a half. Yeah, Start, yeah. Get to love him. Yeah. Now, uh, other than uh, MLS, you know, we've we've been talking about you trying to get a favorite team in the EPL. That's right. We're trying to get you watching the EPL. I'm thinking I might. We should do uh, fantasy, even though we're two games out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we I was should do maybe some too. fantasy, you know, just to get you to familiarize yourself with some of these teams. Maybe, yeah, pick a favorite player. <clears throat> I think um, my, I think I've narrowed my choices down to three. To three. Okay, to three. hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's, option one. Who are we? Uh, Liverpool. Okay. Ooh, that's what. That's my glutton <laughs> for punishment. <laughs> that's uh. That's my first. Okay. Uh, well, they, they're not in any order. Yeah. So these are just the three that. That is A. That's A, exactly. Yeah. Uh, next. B. Uh, Everton. Okay. So staying in Merseyside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the other's Arsenal. I think those are the only. Okay. You said that with not a lot of gusto. <laughs> you know, and you said it so that it's like to get Alexis to shut up, <laughs> which is fine. No, I no, no. Uh, you know, that's just how I speak. I, it's hard for me to care about anything. Yeah. So this <laughs> yeah. is a very difficult decision because yeah. it's going to be it's going to force me to add a, no. to add a thing I care about, yeah. which is to be less indifferent. Yeah, it is. Oh my God! I am the king of indifference. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing, you are. Nothing faces me. It's like you, you're the you know the movie Heat. You know yeah. uh, when uh, Robert De Niro is talking to Al Pacino. He's yeah. like, Don't ever get don't ever get too close to anything you can't wa- walk out on. Yeah. In thirty seconds, if if you feel the heat coming around the corner. Yeah. That's how I live my life. That's your For, life. That's dog. my life. Yeah. <laughs> I tell my girlfriend that every morning. Yeah. Like, just keep no. in mind. Yeah. 
the arm's length. Yeah. Keep in mind, you know, if, if I hear a tough knock on that door, I'm out that fire escape. You're on I your own. I gotta go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you better call Tyrone because I'm out. <laughs> so this is a big. This is a big deal. So. I've, I know because you and I have been working together for a while, but very closely now for almost a month and a half, two months. Yes. And there's been moments where I'm like, you're still into this, right? And you're like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. More than I was yesterday. I'm like, okay, because <laughs> I don't even feel a pulse. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I feel like with, even with girls I've dated, that's always a, a, a question. It's like, are you, are you like, not necessarily are you still into this, but there's this, you know, I, 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 I'm close to the vest with how much I show love. Emotion. Emotion. No, not necessarily emotion. Like, but love in particular. Yeah. I guess you, you show enjoyment a lot. I do. Enjoyment is easily read on your face. But see, and then that's it. You have two speeds. You go from <laughs> zero to 100 real quick. You go from, I could walk away right now because I've been bored for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. To, this was the greatest day of my life. Correct. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, man, that feels good. Did I break I, it down that I, a little I, bit? It feels great that somebody gets me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not having a bad reaction to that, me saying that yeah. at all. You know, it's, it's interesting because the, the, uh, that, that has been a, a, a big part of my life, that uh, uh, people feeling like I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but it's, and it's, oh, it's like with everything, with like even – uh, uh, staying in touch with people, staying in touch with family. It's like, no, it's not that I don't care, but it's, yeah. it's like that my, the effort it takes to lo- loving is, is very difficult. Oh my God. It's like a it's full-time work. job. It's yeah. work. I, what is it? Jason Law had the comedian has a joke about his, uh, he's one of seven kids. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't even think you can love seven people. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> like, it's physically he's like, impossible. He's like, it's impossible <laughs> to love seven things. And every time I hear that, I'm like, it would be tough. It'd be tough to have a house full of people like that. And love everything equally. Yeah. No, for they, me. It, yeah. You know, parents that, that are always like, eh, I love my kids. All, all the, the same. same. That's, that's bullshit. That's, there's no way. Yeah, it's, no. <laughs> it if is. If you say to my mother, if my sister says to my mother, Alexis is your favorite, she'll go, stop it. If I say Michelle's your favorite, she smiles and go, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two very different reactions. Yeah. Not, yeah, not as much energy yeah. in that yeah. last response. Don't say that means like don't <laughs> admit that as opposed to like don't tell people the truth. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to my sister was like, why would you say that? You're offending me. So I'll, I'll, I'll pick a team. By, by next week, I will pick a team. I will pick. Or if, if we had to, if we, if we read the tea leaves in the bottom of the cup. Who are we leaning towards? I'm. It's the easy choice is Arsenal because yeah, oh, yeah. I have so many friends who are, it would be yeah, Johan, right? Your buddy Johan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it would be easy. Johans. Johans. He hates when people call him Johan. Does he? He does. Right, it could have been a different guy. <laughs> you threw me under the bus. Uh, Johans. Johans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so have several. Uh, he's also his main team actually is uh, Millonarios from uh, Colombia. Yeah. I mean, but that's uh, but it's yeah. so hard to follow those teams because they don't Correct. show those games on but the he, TV. And but that, that that was like uh, uh, when I first met him and when I would see how passionate he was about Millonarios, yeah. I was like, oh, OK, I'm, I would watch some games and I would be interested in yeah, it. Yeah, like I'd but, like to do but, this. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm very influenced by, by by the proximity of fans I am around. You know, it's easy to, you know, when I was growing up, family of Giants fans and uh, yeah. uh, uh, Mets fans, that's, you know, Mets over Yankees. So it's like it's easy in that situation, because if you pick the opposing team, then everybody hates you. Yeah, and you're the odd guy out. Exactly. You know? Everyone's no. like, we're going to go to the Mets game, and you're like, oh, so, we'll have fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so the easy option is picking Arsenal, and then all my friends are like, 
cool, you're on board with us. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not as That's awesome. how I feel. I'm very happy when you say that you <laughs> want to choose Arsenal. Uh, but, you know, I have to make a big boy decision. Yeah. You know, let's, 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 this is what maturing is. This is what growing up is. Yeah. Making difficult decisions. I feel like you're telling yourself, not that our some audience. Peop- that some people will not like. Yeah. And, you know, you got you to gotta fight through that. You got to be yourself. Yeah. You got to be genuine because who who wants to be around a, some a poser Arsenal fan? Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Because then you'd be a Man United fan <laughs> uh, or, or a Liverpool fan. No, Liverpool fans are diehards at this point because most Liverpool fans I know are probably uh, Chelsea fans right now. Okay. Because <laughs> Liverpool won a lot in the past, but really hasn't won anything in the last like four or five years. Yeah. I mean, the, the, when Suarez was there, that was... Uh, that was exciting. That I'm happy Uruguayan, so I was like really into Because I thought he was great when he was at Ajax. I really wanted Arsenal to buy him, and they tried, boy. They tried, but then mm-hmm. he ended up going to Barcelona, and we know the story. I uh, died know, in that tragic car crash. I uh, know he's still there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bit a bunch of people. Um, I didn't want to repeat that's right, that's it. Right. But, uh, oh, I thought you were talking about the transfer itself, trying to get. Does, well, he does, does really Arsenal have a tough time getting players? Uh, yes and no. They are very uh, stingy buyers. So where other teams will say, like a rumor will come out. And they'll be like, Chelsea is going after Slatan Ibrahimovic, as an example. A week later, there's a picture of Slatan holding up a Chelsea jersey. Uh, if they're like, <laughs> Arsenal's going after Slatan Ibrahimovic, six months of non-activity happens, and then Arsene Wenger will come out and say, like, oh, we thought about it, but, you know, the value wasn't there. And you're like, come on, we didn't get anyone. Well, it's, it, seems it seems like it's changed since Mesut Ozil. Mesut Ozil is, uh, yeah, he's and now we have uh, Alexis Sanchez. So we've had some big, and I think Alexis, uh, I think uh, Ozil is still uh, the highest, the biggest purchase in the history of, of the Premier League. So, okay. You know, it's not like uh, I'm, I may be off. I may be wrong. Something might have it, happened in the last two years. But, um, you know, I look, we went nine years without buying anything. We, we're not going to have debt in the future. You should really be an Arsenal <laughs> fan. I think you're going to love it. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're just like open the books in front of me. Like, look, <laughs> yeah. we're looking our financial future. I, look, we're in the green. I, we're in the black. I mean, we're in the black. We're in the green. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's important. Uh, in a league like that where you can buy anyone and finances are important. Okay. I just think you look great in red. Uh, do I got to get, uh, do I got to be like a, you know, a certified accountant to like, <laughs> yeah, to be an Arsenal, to be an Arsenal kind of, kind of, uh, yeah, it's tough. It, it seems odd to me cause I don't know, uh, I guess the, I don't know if it's the politics behind like, you know, what, is it is it the player's choice? Do is it like a free agency? They can just pretty much pick whatever team they want to go to, or the the team bidding the most money gets that player. Uh, if you have a contract, if if you Christian Polanco has a contract with say Leicester City, right, mm-hmm. um, and it runs for the next three years, as an example, uh, Arsenal wants you. They pay Leicester a certain dollar value yes. to buy your, your services. Transfer and, fee. That's a transfer yeah, fee. And yeah. that's, but now that's your contract coming over. Okay. So you're, you, know, you still are going to play soccer for three years, but now you're playing for Arsenal. Um, okay. If your contract is up at the end of the year, you know, depending on how good you are, your value may go up or down. It may be much very expensive because it's like always value is coming up. And then you have to renegotiate a contract. And if they don't, you can move to anyone you want on a free, they call it, for free. So it's a free transfer. Okay. So there is no value. So essentially what you're doing is you could buy a contract at any time. It's a completely open free market. The only rule really 
is that you can only buy or sell within the two transfer windows, summer and um, and winter. Mm-hmm. And uh, you uh, you now uh, with financial fair play, you can't lose so much money. You can only lose a certain amount of money. What do you mean lose? Like lose. Uh, your books. Like you can't if you only make a hundred million dollars a year profit. That's ticket sales, sponsorships, the whole nine. Okay. You're only allowed to spend. You're only allowed to lose a certain amount. You're only allowed to spend a certain amount. So it's a rule that's supposed to be sort of a back way of having a cap, right? Like some type of salary yeah, cap yeah. that isn't league wide. You know, that's based on the individual's uh, team's ability to to negotiate other marketing deals and whatnot. But the reality is, it's actually a way to keep the lower teams down because now they're not. Able to spend. Yeah, they don't have access to. Yeah. But also, this- like, you know, Manchester City was, you know, they came in and they spent so much money. Chelsea's still spending so much money. I don't know how they're doing it. And then Man City was like, yeah, but you know what? Like, the Etihad sponsorship, it's owned by the same guy who owns City Football Group. It's, mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, well, we signed that for $400 million, So we're actually making a lot more money. I mean, it's, a, it's a kind of an example, but they're like, well, we're going to go into people's books. Okay, so what I'm going to I'm going to apply to business school. Okay. Uh, and and once I'm done with <clears throat> what you know, those 4 years, <laughs> I will right. I will pick my Take team. a couple take a couple <laughs> post grads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think if you just want to make it easy for yourself, you just go Arsenal. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun, a lot of great players. They play the beautiful way. Uh, <laughs> I think also I just love the fact that uh it's you're between Liverpool and and Everton, which absolutely hate each hate other. Hate each other, that's right. Or this other team, Arsenal. Yeah, but it's kind of nice because I have no, uh, you know, no emotional connection. Uh, you know, it, I will be starting fresh. The question is, will you ever? <laughs> will you ever have Oh, one? I don't know. Oh, I, can, I can walk away at any moment. Well, when we come back, we're <laughs> going to talk about a team we both love already. Love. And would I, you say love? Would you, are you? I, would, I would say love. I, not, you know, I don't throw that word around casually. No, no, he doesn't. You know? I'm not like, oh, I love Skittles and I love, yeah. you know. Avengers. Yeah, yeah. He actually said he would call Skittles back. Maybe. <laughs> all right. That's how. That's how light he is. Uh, what you want to call it? Well, uh, when we come back, we'll talk about. Uh, we'll talk about the last NYCFC uh, game we went to. I love that was, match too. Oh my god, that was so much fun. That was that. I I, w- I told a friend of mine that was the best match of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, that and the the and the the I I don't I don't remember who it was against the when Kyrie scored an extra time. Uh, that I was that, that you I left. left. Yeah, you left that match. Yeah, and that was that mo- I, that was probably the greatest moment so far. Okay, all right, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> come back. I'm gonna punch <laughs> myself in the face. This was the greatest match without a doubt. All that for a bar show, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I had to perform, so I had to run out of there. Mm-hmm. And by the way, when I got to the show, I literally ran on stage and performed. That's how late I was. Oh wow! So I could Are not you, have. You, I, yeah. I, I did it right to the you minute. Did. All right. You know, thank you, Google Maps app, for uh, telling me exactly when to leave the building. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We'll talk about the NYCFC win. Um, if you guys want to skip ahead a little bit, don't do it because I think we're going to have a lot of fun on this. We are. All right. We'll be right back. I think we're both on the same page on that one, Bob. Dia pivots. And we are back, Cooligans. Oh, man, we were talking a little bit about this before we uh, went to our break. 
that last game. Oh, beautiful. I mean, the atmosphere. I You talked a little bit about it, you, you, the Kyrie Shelton goal that I didn't get to see. I'm sure that was very special. By the way, that was for a draw, so I don't feel so bad. Still pretty uh, beautiful of a moment. Um, also, it, I, the, I, you know, even though it was for a draw, that, that I, uh, I, I wish I could remember who, who it was against. But uh, that moment was in the middle of the, the losing streak. Yeah. You know, we hadn't seen many victories, and it was literally the, I mean, Yankee Stadium went nuts. I think it was like the, it was the moment people fell in love with the team. That's honestly what it sort of felt like, because we, it was the first time, you know, it is an expansion team, but we saw that, that grit of a team that did not want to lose. Yeah, because they also didn't play the most beautiful game. Correct. Yeah, and they're still figuring each other out, all that stuff. So everything is, well, everything was very new from the play on the field to, uh, how the team is being accepted by the city. And what r- really annoyed me was uh, I'm waiting on the platform to take the uh, four. <laughs> That's right. Because I had to go down to the Lower East Side. And, uh, and I brought my, uh, my wife's uh, cousin with me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, a business guy. And he's like, oh, having a lot of fun at the game. Um, and uh, he was like, uh, so, you know, you don't think they're going to score? And I was like, ah, even if they do, it's only a draw. I was like, I wouldn't worry about it. You know, we didn't play great. It was against Chicago. It was against Chicago. And we had to le- I had to leave, like, mm-hmm. literally that moment. I was like, dude, I, I have to leave in the next 30 seconds. And he's like, let's just go. So we're waiting on the platform, and the train had, like, a two-minute delay on it. So in that two minutes, I got to hear the crowd go fucking insane. <laughs> The crowd popped at a level that I had never heard. Yeah, it was really that. And him and epic. I both look back and I go, ah, maybe it was just uh, maybe something positive. Maybe something else happened. Yeah. Maybe like a penalty. And then the, the roar didn't stop. And I was like, no, that's no. a goal. <laughs> that's a goal. And then all of a sudden my phone is like, Bruh, and I got yeah. the ESPN or the NYCFC app mm-hmm. update. And I was like, oh, Kyrie Sheldon yeah. scored, I believe, his first goal, if I'm not mistaken. I, that was his first goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, the, I get to see it. Uh, it was great. The pass from V, yeah. And, yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, because it, it, it felt like it was the, that if they lost, it felt like it could have been it was on the brink of why are we supporting this team? Yeah. Like, oh, oh again, another yeah. loss. Like it just it just hurts over yeah. and over and over. But, you, you know, a, a loss, a loss. You, you forget losses. You don't. Right. Th- those you moments on. you move on very quickly. We're like players, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you take some some positives away from it. They're not learning experiences. You know, none of these these are not awful human beings for losing. Exactly. It's fine. You know, we'll we'll, we'll get past it. But if you succeed, if you win, then all of a sudden you're like cemented in history in which people's what, memory you know which i think uh, pete lee the, the comedian who came with us and if you guys want to see uh really funny uh watch the video that that we put up um on our on our uh, youtube channel youtube.com slash soccer cooligans it's like slash c slash soccer cooligans for channel. no it goes it goes right to it does it really yeah. awesome go to slash soccer cooligans mm-hmm. um yeah pete lee hilarious he's been on letterman a bunch of times really funny guy um he was i believe he was on last comic standing if i'm not mistaken uh, either way, really funny dude. Uh, came, never been to a professional soccer game. Uh, my God, what a game for him to see. We were down 1-0 in at the half. first half. Yeah. So we talked to him at halftime. Uh, he seemed like he was really enjoying himself, but I think, you know, even for the supporters, that for that goal took a lot of the wind out of our sails. Mm-hmm. And three goals in the second half, all to the home team. Wow. We won 3-1 against the best 
team in the league. Yeah, you know, based on you know our play the last few weeks, we it's just the the team hasn't been. I've never seen a second half like that. From yeah, them. no, I've never seen a more concise play, like a more concise level of play, like a more determined. Like somebody mentioned this in one of the web. All of their passing seemed relaxed and crisp. Yeah. Uh, even when when uh, through balls went a little bit too far, uh, the the striker whoever was forward would turn around and clap on the way back to you know honor the pass because they were like it was a great pass. It was my fault for not getting it. It wasn't like there was not a lot of shrugging and upset and you know hand slapping of the thighs. Uh, everyone seemed like they were on the same page for once. Yeah. Uh, and, and the energy, I mean, the supporters were doing a great job. Like, everyone seems to be getting along. You know, a small spot here and there. Uh, one disallowed goal. Uh, oh, we, right. we popped a smoke bomb. Not we, because well, we Well, it that. wasn't disallowed. It was offsides. No, no, it didn't. Uh, it was basically in open net, and then... Uh, Via hit it to to the ankle to the, the ankle the defender the ankle defender and it, I mean shot. it was it's it's it would it's harder to hit the defender in that instance yeah I can't imagine it was a completely spread, yeah, open open goal. open net yeah I mean there was the, the 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 last defender was there one half an inch to the right yeah goal exactly well I mean uh, you know but good on uh, you know DC for yeah, blocking for, that for blocking that and. The assist was from none other than Pirlo. That would have been on that on that goal. Correct, correct. Who, by the way, has the most assists off the uh, off the bench than anyone else in the league. Pier- no, you meant Poku. Did, did, I, did I say Pirlo? Pirlo. I, I'm sorry, Poku was, okay, who was okay, responsible okay. for that. Would have had an assist. Mm-hmm. Has the most assists coming off the bench. Ten. He's great. Fan favorite. Great player. He is, yeah. I mean, obviously, fan favorite. I, you know, and it grows. I mean, this whatever's happening, yeah. this love affair that the that the fans have with him seems to be growing. Which brings me to my next point: What do you do next match if you're Christ? Do you go with Poku, Jesus who, Christ? If you're Jesus Christ, yeah, I've heard of him. What do you do? You've heard of him, <laughs> right? We've all every hotel has a free free book of his life. <laughs> Sure. In the uh, in the in the drawer, <laughs> what do you? What does Jesus Christ do with the midfield? Do you go Poku? Do you start Poku? Because the team looked good. The team looked not just good. The team looked great. Yeah, great. Uh, just and in, in the they, previous match, Lampard, uh, the team did not look great. No, uh, I, I think Lampard's still settling in. I don't know what. I feel bad. Because he seems like a, you know, he's a legend. He's a genuine dude, and he wants to succeed on this yeah. team. But he's clearly not 100%. He, the chemistry is not really there. And I think it's tough in the position that they're in. You know, they're just out of the playoffs, so there's a sense of urgency. You know, if they were in last place, we were like, Lampard, go for it. Let's figure out, you know. What, but we have what a things shot. are gonna look, but yeah, uh, you know, we have that's, a shot. figure out what things gonna look like next year. But now we, ha- since we have a shot, and this is every point is so crucial. I, you know, I would say start Poku. You say so. Sit Frank Lampard. Uh, you know, he, seven he, million dollars a year. One can, of our three DBs. He can come off the bench. Look, New York is very familiar with very expensive players sitting on the bench. <laughs> uh, we, have, an <laughs> we have. We have. 
A-Rod. We have Eddie Mello. Curry. We have Eddie Curry. We have Mello. I don't we, think Eddie Curry ever left who, the Are we still paying Bobby Bonilla or something like that? Who are we paying? No, uh, the Mets. <laughs> I think Bobby Bonilla just got his bubble payment, right? <laughs> Like twenty five million. It's, so let's not money's not the concern. Clearly, you know. <laughs> yeah, and again, it is city, and they can afford that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but yeah, I look. All right. So the next game is Columbus Crew, right? Correct. That's this Wednesday. Well, it looks like uh, Lampard m- probably may have to start. It's a sh- short turnaround from game. There's two games Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah. So Poku's not probably not starting both of those games. No. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, how about this? This is what I'm worried about. LA Galaxy match is the next one. Correct. Okay. Steven Gerrard. I heard of him. Right? Playing for LA Galaxy. The game is during the day. So Does he have be, a nickname? Does Steven Gerrard have a nickname? Uh, the Slipper? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think um, Stevie. Stevie G. Stevie G, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the most popular one. Um, yeah, I think, isn't, I think that's like some reggaetonero. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reggaetonero. <laughs> I like how the way you said that. That's like my sister's like, oh, so I was talking to this bodeguero. And I'm like, you could just say the guy at the bodega. You don't have to. I've never heard that you term, bodeguero. bodeguero. Yeah. They tell you not to date a bodeguero. They stay away from them. Oh. Because uh, they're Dominican? Because the wives who can't afford food for the house because they spend too much food on, like, too much money on uh, clothes will bang the guy at the bodega. So the bodega is like the slut. The, the bodeguero is like the slut of the neighborhood because he bangs everybody's wives. I don't know. Have you heard this? I've not, I've not heard this, yeah, but this I can like see it sort of makes sense. Yeah, it's but it's one of those theories that someone tells you, you're like, well, that makes complete sense. It like all <laughs> Wait, the pieces fit together. And you don't need any evidence to back no, it up. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you're like, that is now truth. <laughs> yeah, Universal you, truth. You throw everyone under that bus. <laughs> Uh, and then next time you go to bodega and you see like the guy who runs it like acting a little too slick and you're like I know what's going on here. Yeah, you just got some from now that you I can't think afford Infamil. My mom has been very friendly with oh, no. the bodega guys. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. So I I gotta ask some questions. Yeah, yeah. You gotta ask <laughs> some questions. Back to poker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who goes he, to? He could probably goes to several bodegas. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the guy. He acts like he owns a couple. The guy. Uh, here's my question. You know Jason Christ, Jesus Christ, is under a lot of pressure to yes. start Lampard at Galaxy. Yeah. I, I, I'm I imagine like the, the you know, the meetings with with you know all his coaches and, and, and city group sort of not city group, city uh, football group. City football group management. Uh, they I mean it's probably like just, you know, Sheiks and oil dudes, and yeah, yeah, all in the room. <laughs> they have like those like <laughs> uh, the thing around their heads, right? Yes. Like the, uh, what are they called? I don't, I don't know. know. I should have. I saw them. I, I used to see them in Dubai all the time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just like, hey, put in lamp. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no real. It, it's it, the, the, like this Poku guy is great, it's, but it's uh, a, it, you know who to start. It's a tough position to be in for him because he wants to. He wants to succeed in the MLS, but it seems like the. And, and 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 I'm definitely sort of uh, um, uh, s- speculating. Yeah. But it, especially with signing uh, uh, Pirlo, it just seems like uh, City Football Group. They their goal is to expand the brand and make sure that the team is doing well. But is that wrong? I mean, it's a no, first it's a, season. It's not only wrong. one team. Has, only one expansion team has ever made the playoffs in the MLS. If you're a smart business person, you say, you know what, make this thing marketable before you make it successful. As a business model, it's great. But yeah. for, as a, as a, a head coach, as a manager for a, 
a football team, you you know you don't want to be you don't want your hands tied with especially right. who who you know who's going to be on the roster. And I don't think he's uh, upset that he has Frank Lampard on his team. I, no, I obviously highly, not. Yeah, but tough decision now. It's a tough decision. You think Poku? I think you got to go Lampard for the money. For the money. Yeah, because here's the thing: if if Lampard, here's my main reason why I say you got to start Lampard. You can take him out whenever. You can take him out at halftime, and Poku's done a great job off the bench, as I've mentioned. Correct. Now, look, when Poku starts, we're actually undefeated. Four wins, he looks, no losses, no draws. He looks, the team looks better when he, when he starts. When he starts, we average three goals per yeah. match. I mean, that's the most. Of, obviously, it's more than when he's not starting. Yeah. So I agree with you numbers-wise, play-wise, he should start. But here's the thing. If Poku starts and for some strange reason doesn't live up to his hype, it's Jason. It's Jesus Christ's fault, right? But but that's. But if Lampard starts and he seems to be slow or not playing well, and then Poku comes in and saves the day, everybody feels good. The only issue is that first half and right after the uh, announcement of who's starting comes out, <laughs> that sketchy fifty-five minutes to an hour. But that pr- that pressure that uh, that pressure to live up to hype is not on Poku. It's on Lampard. He's the one. That has to worry about, you know, a, 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 of the city feeling like, like they have some buyer's remorse. He has been hurt. I'm not, you know, I don't think he's a bad player. Uh, Obviously not. And and, or, and at practice, I mean, you and I went to that training. We saw him kick the ball. 9,000 uh, yeah, yards. Yeah. yeah he did. And drop it on a dime. <laughs> exactly. On a dime. Exactly. Angelina, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, so we know. Yeah, I did not call Angelino a dime for anyone listening. <laughs> Although, good looking dude. Dime piece. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, to me, I attribute it to he's, look, he's hurt. He's, he's still making his way, you know, to 100%. But in the meantime, you know, it's like while you're essentially rehabbing, I don't think he, he I don't think he should be starting. Okay, so you say Christ. Tell everyone he has more of a calf strain. I think Lampard's going to want to start if he can play. He's not going to want to sit because of some 23-year-old. Yeah, of course. Because from the NASL. Last season, he was playing in the second tier of American soccer. But if we look at... Which everyone know. who didn't know that is like, wait a minute, I thought the MLS was the second tier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the people who don't know about American soccer. I mean, that's, that's got to be tough for Frank Lampard was playing in the Premier League last season. Well, when you when you... Step into America, <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah. Will you check your British ego at the door? <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> because we have we have a job to do. Yeah, we got I, we got something to get done. I, I want you on that soapbox right now. <laughs> this is America, okay? <laughs> Everyone gets an eagle in America. I mean, for th- a reason. They do say, uh, you know, they say this a lot in the NFL. You know that you you don't you won't lose your position. Because of injury. Because of injury. Which has kind of gone away in the last few years. Exactly. So I mean, look at all of all the things. I mean, look at Tom Brady is because of injury. Uh, Drew Bledsoe. No, the, be, the best example was Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't say that's the best example because, I don't know, Tom Brady's going to go down in history as one of the greatest quarterbacks. I hate the guy. <laughs> but no, but but he but Brady was not replaced when uh, when he got hurt. He, got, he was out for Drew the year. Drew Bledsoe. Oh, Jubleto! Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Matt Castle, yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, issue. no, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, getting, I was like, get, how the fuck was that? I'm a getting at Brady errors confused. That's how all. is that a better example <laughs> than, than Bledsoe Brady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both the same example. That's yeah, that'd be they crazy. are. Yeah, Kaepernick is one. Uh, there was another one that I can't remember. But uh, oh, uh, Francis Coughlin 
uh, with Arsenal. Um, Flamini got injured and Francis Cochran came in and completely changed how Arsenal plays. One of the best defensive midfielders we've had since Patrick Vieira. You know all about it because you're a big Arsenal Well, player. I didn't know Francis Ford Coppola also. Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> yeah. Even in his old age, great <laughs> defensive midfielder. Uh, Francis Ford Capicola also. Another guy you guys don't know him. People call him Gabagool. Yeah, isn't that some, some sort of cheese? What is that? <laughs> it's, I don't it's, know. It's I don't cured know. meat, I don't man. know anything about Come food. on. <laughs> you can't be my friend and not know cured meat references because you won't get half the stuff I'm saying. Um the uh here's were, my thing you were before we continue you were just making fun of me for the way i eat a burrito oh my god this for is the, for the the complete dismantling <laughs> of anyone's belief of how to eat a burrito Which, so real quick we went to chipotle after one of our podcasts this is eat, eating ethics with alexis guerreros <laughs> oh it's is there anything more important than this soccer and my wife I yeah no this is this like deserves a dissertation yeah so <laughs> i order a bowl I don't know why I'm being a little. I'm, that's my way of being healthy. I think that's you being self-conscious around the thin person. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> I've never been and never will be. Okay, uh, let me just state that I would love to go for a burrito. Part of it is you save some carbs by not eating a burrito, and also I think you get more food in a bowl. So there goes the carbs. Carbs, thing. bring bring on the fucking carbs. Yeah, you think I give yeah. a shit about carbs. I mean, you need some carbs. <laughs> I I could I could if I could eat the bowl, I would. Okay, so I go for the bowl. This kid pulls out a burrito. Fine. Not a problem. Okay. okay. So we sit down. I open up my, right, you take the top off. I'm going to town with a fork. I look over and I see what, what, what he will deny this and uh, <laughs> do not deny this. You first took all the foil off of it. Ooh, how, how dare he? But this is more evidence. <laughs> Would you admit that you took all the foil off? I did. I always okay, take so the foil off. So this is evidence. I don't want to eat the foil. I don't, I don't care about foil. foil. You take it off in pieces. But anyway. <laughs> So you took all the foil off. So the burrito starts to sort of dismantle a bit, right? Correct. Which is what the, what the foil does is hold it together. So because of that, you actually held the two ends, like the part where you're supposed to eat from, what I would call the top of the burrito, the, the part that's all folded in. What you would call tucked the top in. of the burrito. <laughs> yes, what I would in this, Ooh, this moment. This is very complicated description. It's of not. <laughs> so, you know, you guys have it like a like – a, imagine it's like a, an American football, right? Like a hand egg for those of you, mm-hmm. right? You're supposed to eat it from the pointy part down. Correct. Christian, because he took all the foil off, had to put his hands over the pointy ends of this American football burrito example, and he went to town on the laces. <laughs> he chewed right through the middle, and I didn't say a word, but I came home and I said to my wife, I was like, you got to see how this fucking guy eats a burrito. How did we let him into our home? <laughs> what? Just, I mean, I'd never seen anyone do that before. <laughs> it's like if someone handed you a chicken parm and you went right for the top of the mouth of the bird, you gotta go like a hot dog. You bit out of the middle of a hot dog. It's essentially the same thing. No one eats it that way. You go end to end. I I completely agree with you. No one does eat it that way because I did not eat. Oh it my that god, way. yes you did. <laughs> and you know what sucks is now that my wife told you that I was gonna wait till the second time we ate burritos to see if you did it again. <laughs> I was I was I was building. This is I was building a bit, bit of a of a, a, of a pile here. Yeah. <laughs> And, and now compiling evidence. My wife mentioned that to you, and you got all defensive, like you're doing now and lying. I didn't. And I didn't, now there's no way for me to prove it otherwise. I did not get defensive. I, what <laughs> What interests me is this. Uh, you know, I know that this ho- the Guerrero's household is is one that appreciates food more than people probably appreciate anything on earth. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. I'll, I'll take that. So I'll take that as a, as a positive. <laughs> I don't know if anyone listening to this thinks it's a negative or wasn't until it is I not. Mean, you, you know, you and I are, are, are uh, very opposite 
Yes. On our feelings about food. Very much so. So the fact that this was a discussion, <laughs> well, the fact that it was like a thing where like you saw it and it's like, I got to get home and tell my wife about this. This <laughs> is, she is not going to believe. I wish I would have filmed it because she won't believe me. That's, uh, by the way, <laughs> all of that went through my head. I was like, how am I going to find a way to take a picture of this guy eating a burrito this way? Without ruining our friendship. Which, by the way, if you remember, about like five bites in, you made a mess of this thing. Right? I did. But five bites, then you had to get up and get a fork. <laughs> and essentially, you had a burrito bowl with <laughs> the same thing I'm eating, but with a tortilla at the bottom. <laughs> this is insane. The fact that I'm defending myself about you're this. Getting, you're getting burrito dissected here. I'm sorry. And I wasn't going to bring this up on the podcast. But I'm glad it is. No, we got to you, you, you had to get a fork. This is this is our first grievance. <laughs> Are the Kooligans going to break up? <laughs> Tune in next week. Stay tuned <laughs> to the next segment. The burrito catastrophe. <laughs> burrito apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> it's you had to get a fork. Who has to get a fork midway through a burrito? Besides somebody who completely fucked up that burrito. And might I say that you're not the only person in this room who's ever done that. Not me. Oh, no, my wife. <laughs> My wife will rip apart a burrito, and I'm like, "What did you even do to the thing?" <laughs> this if is you like, don't do that. It's a you, you did. You took a platter and you mushed it up. When, if you don't eat it, the you're going to be talking to the judge. Is like grounds for divorce. She <laughs> yeah. ate a burrito weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the judge, who's Guy Fieri in this example, is like, I "You got to get her out of here, bro! <laughs> How dare you do that?" <laughs> and then he gets on his razor scooter with his flip flops and gets out of there. Uh, yes. So I ate a burrito. You admit it. Slightly odd, which I don't think it's as drastic as you're describing. I actually think I took a step down. I didn't bite into the middle of it. I definitely, I took the foil off. And yes, that was. You saw that as a mistake. I saw that for, this is, this is the problem with uh, Chipotle burritos. Okay. And not to, I think they're wonderful chain. A potential future sponsor. Uh, So yeah, we both think (laughs) they're they're amazing. I have nothing against them. But what uh, Chipotle burritos, they don't, they steam the burrito. Right. Right? Nothing so, wrong with that so far. So it makes the burrito very soft and it, and it can break easily. A lot of other uh, Mexican places, they they don't fry it, but they like sort of toast it, like almost like a panini. So it's, it's a, a little, finishing. So they it's still hard. steam, but they finish it yeah, by so putting it on a so flat So it's hard plate. and it won't break that easily. Right. So it was falling apart because the process that Chipotle uses to steam their burritos, is, it makes it too soft. Here's, okay. what, here's what I think. Go for it. Okay. I think the way Chipotle does it is one just fine. <laughs> I would love if they finished it on a hot plate, but I'm sure that adds an extra 30 seconds to their process. And you've seen the lines there. That's right. Can't have 30 seconds per person. That's about 12 minutes with just the average line there probably added to the process. So I'm sure they don't want to do that. You're supposed to finish it. But if you don't finish it, what you want to have is something holding that together. And what you do is you rip small parts off of the foil because the foil becomes the thing that holds it it becomes the hands of holding a baby the swaddling it's swaddled like a baby that's a great example <laughs> and what you did is you took all the swaddling off the baby and I said see, why I, is this baby I, cold? I, I, I committed the worst sin clearly in, in the <laughs> in the burrito handbook yeah i think you did okay so look so i'll say i'll say this <laughs> i'm not fighting you about foil or no foil Okay, we, we're going to go foil next time. <laughs> you know, I'm for, it's it, you know, no one taught me. I didn't have a father figure to sh- like you to show me how to eat a burrito. I grew up without a father. <laughs> you had a dad. I don't know. He didn't show me how to eat a burrito. We, 
we're Dominican. We didn't eat burritos. I was I'm Cuban and Uruguayan. <laughs> you think uh, no one in my family knows what a burrito is? I apologize. I actually don't think my mother's ever had a burrito. Uh, I apologize for my ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, your mom never had a burrito. She's missing out. <laughs> we should help her with that. I feel like that's more. On her son, I would not be. I would love <laughs> to film my mother eating a burrito to see if she takes the foil off. Because I think she, not only would she take the foil off, she would open it and just eat it with a fork <laughs> and throw the burrito wrapping away. She tore the tortilla away. So look, I I get it. All right, foil. The fact that this is a passionate sh- subject in your life concerns me. I don't, I've ne- I never thought I was supposed to care about this. I clear I'm doing life wrong. So I'll I'll. I'll I'll sort my stuff out. <laughs> I I'll try not to humiliate you next time we eat burritos together. But I just hope I didn't let you down. That's that's really if I, I hope I haven't lost your love. I hope, I hope I'm not disowned. I would like the record to show besides <laughs> that amazing rant. Uh that I did not bring this up. Um I allowed my wife I mentioned it to my wife, and she... Do you know how much worse it is that you mentioned it to your <laughs> wife and not... You didn't even say anything to me. What am I going to say to you? It, and it's something so trivial. Trivial. To me. Yeah. It's, it, it is a trivial subject. So the fact that you couldn't just tell... Uh, hey, like, hey, what? you know, that's where you get the foil. I didn't know the foil was a thing. And so it's even more embarrassing. <laughs> You didn't know the foil was a thing. I mean, I didn't know like there was a that the stripping away of the foil to reveal the burrito, like some weird disrobing of the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. I, I I thought it made sense to everyone, <laughs> so now I would like to apologize we to need you. To, we need to do uh, uh, a YouTube tutorial how to eat a burrito uh, in un un. <laughs> Unboxing of a burrito. Uh, maybe we will. <laughs> and I would suggest you watch it. <laughs> if we it's going to be 4,000 views. Just me. My IP address. <laughs> I think we, we've... I'm glad that's out. I, yeah. I'm glad that's out in the we air need, and off we, both uh, of our chests. We, we had, we, we, uh, we're mending our yeah. relationship. Let's take a break. We'll <laughs> hug while everyone listens to something else that ripped off the internet. Uh, look, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the rest of... Uh, I mean, we kind of started talking about it, but we'll talk a little bit about the, the next two matchups for NYCFC. We're in the middle of a playoff push. Uh, I don't know if we're going to make it. Um, I am very confident we're going to make it. I'm a little worried, so we're going to talk about who, uh, who we're playing when we come next. Um, maybe we'll get burritos during the break. How's that sound? <laughs> sound good? Uh, I'm a little – I got some PTSD. <laughs> we'll we'll sit burritos. in separate chairs so I don't have to watch <laughs> you completely ruin the burrito. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Listen to this. That great burrito, if it's really well rolled, it stands up on its own, just like this. Theoretically, you should be able to eat it even if it's not perfectly rolled, and that has all to do with the way you foil it. That said, do or not let it stand up on its own without holding it. Mm. Don't take that risk. Do your first bite, top corner, work your way across in rows, try and get integration in every bite so you get the full flavor of the burrito. As you near the foil, you take up another inch or two, nothing crazy, you want to manage the situation. What you do with your foil, I put it on the side. I, I like to ball it up early and often because if you're eating outdoors, there's any wind, no one wants to be a litter bug. That's like, really uh, smart. Don't do is use an iPhone fork mm. because that defeats the whole point of the burrito. Portability, simplicity, contained joy. There's no shame in the napkin, but ideally you don't have to use a napkin. 
welcome back. <laughs> nice, uh, nice entry in there. Yeah, you know, after our, our big fight, yeah. we, we made up. <laughs> we made up. We <laughs> high fived while hugging. So <laughs> we hug five. That's a. I never. I can't even picture that. That's pretty beautiful. Just well, you let everyone in on the fact that we didn't actually do that. But you know, now we will. Yeah, but the thought of it is. Yeah, maybe that's our. Maybe that's the photo we've been looking for. That promo photo <laughs> we've been talking about is the hug five. A nice little, uh, a nice little gif. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were talking a little bit before the burrito. Um, which is our, our relationship. It was pre-burrito, post-burrito. So <laughs> pre-burrito uh, talk. We were talking about uh, the next few matches that we have coming up. Columbus, Coronella, Galaxy. Um, a little word because they're both on the road, you know. Uh, correct. Uh, uh, it's going to be well, uh, Columbus. They're not one of the better teams in the league. Uh very, very good. The, the yeah. leading goal scorer is on yeah. there. Yeah, Kai Kamara. Kai Kamara, very, very good. Back from uh, Middlesbrough, if I'm not mistaken, where he was, with also Norwich City. He's back from uh, the English League, playing really, really well. Yeah. Um, really inspired ball. Um, it's him versus uh, it's him versus Javinko, you know, for uh, uh, our version of the Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, pl- they're plus 11 at home, goal differential. We talk about this a lot only because – NYCFC defensively has been so bad yeah. that plus 11 at home is kind of scary. I mean, they're not that great away, and they're coming back on the 29th, and we play them at home. But, I mean, NYCFC is at the point where we can't let these games get away from us. Like, we need three points across the board. If we win out, it's not guaranteed that we're going to make the play. I mean, if we win out, yes, because we're playing a bunch of the, the teams that are above us. Correct. But, um, you know, like, we essentially – if if we still have control of our future right now, we need, we essentially need to win out. Is that something that's even possible with this team? We haven't been consistent at anything besides losing badly. I mean, I think the biggest issue with the consistency has been the constant lineup changes all over the pitch outside of, you know, forward. Which, I mean, is there an excuse for it? I mean, we finally saw what I've been begging for on this podcast in the in the bleachers, we finally saw Hernandez and Shea Facey back at center back. Yeah, and now Shea can't start the next match because of a uh, yellow yellow card accumulation. Yeah, that's gonna be rough. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna? Uh, it's probably Mana. Oh man! Oh Mana! I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that sad <laughs> hesitation bad. on both I, of our parts? I, I don't think he's a bad player. I just think it's it's. You know what the problem he's is? He's being asked for too much too soon. He's prone to make a mistake. Per match, and every mistake counts towards a goal. Like he yeah. can't, he can't make a freaking simple mistake in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> every time he makes it, he's not. He allowed himself to get nutmegged by lunging for the ball, and it yeah. went right to goal. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't know. I oh and man, it, it, again, oh no, against you know these. Uh, te- I mean, uh, we're now we're gonna you know starting to play some of the better teams in the league. Yeah, and it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, you would at least hope for a draw. That's, I mean, we need the wins, but I don't know. <laughs> I, it's just like you and I don't sound too enthusiastic right now. I mean, look, I I, yeah, I went to uh, you know two years ago. I did a a a, a bike ride, a bike comedy tour. Right, uh, uh, Ohio, right? Through Ohio, and it started in Cincinnati, and we went through Columbus, and we did a show there, and it was it was great. Uh, but they, they, uh, one of the U.S. Uh, qualifiers. I was there during one of the U.S. qualifiers, uh, and it was being played in Columbus. And Beautiful park, from what I hear. Yeah, just uh, it, it, it wasn't far from where we were, but the 
we were actually this was actually even weirder because we were trying to we were doing this show during the game the game was like it was like a a, a bar that had uh like a like a venue a, yeah. a stage and stuff on one side half the bar and then the other half was you know bar tvs all that stuff and we're basically competing with the u.s game but the 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 passion for uh soccer in columbus is massive beautiful not as much for mls i know they have a strong they have a pretty strong following i mean it's you know they've been struggling to fill that stadium though they were the first ones with a with a uh with a soccer specific stadium for all of mls okay um so you know it's also the best place for the usa to play mexico because there's such a lack of Mexican people who live in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. It's the only place where the U.S. team can <laughs> have a home game That's right. against Mexico. We have to be on the footstep of Canada to get a home <laughs> game against It's insane when you think about it, but it's kind of funny either way. But I know Jurgen Klinsmann loves Columbus, Ohio for that reason because he feels like such a straight – such a great support for uh, the U.S. men's national team. Great people. And I'm sure the women's national team as well. The U.S. Uh, team is also, they're playing, they have to play Mexico in that playoff for the, the Confederations yeah. uh, qualifier. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be basically in Mexico. In, in What is it going to be? In, in L.A., right? Yeah. No, in the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. Yeah. UCLA, right? I mean, that's uh, who plays at the Rose Bowl. Or is I that San Diego? So. It's not San Diego. No, no, not San Diego. I think it's. Yeah, it's in L.A. Yeah. Uh, so basically Mexico. So, so basically Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Which, how, who, who decides that? Is I don't it, know. I don't know. Like uh, where, where, exactly where they play. I don't know. I know it, we got in a lot of trouble when we played that snow game. Remember against, against Costa, Costa Rica. Rica yeah. yeah. And uh, they, Costa Rica was upset that it was allowed to go on. Which I, I thought soccer was essentially like the NFL where. You play or the, in all like, weather. Or, you know, the post office, rain, yeah. snow, hail, hail, or snow. It should be, but there's also, like, you're not really going to have a, a, a fair game. You can't see the lines. There's snow. It's dangerous for the players. Yeah. I think lightning is the one thing that everyone agrees you don't play in. Um, thank God for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we lost the player. Well, of course you did. It was thundering, but don't be a, <laughs> don't be a, a baby about it. But, um, yeah, I, I probably would not have played that. But also it was against Costa Rica, and they were just starting to get – as good as they are now. So I'm like, you, you play the game now, you know, yeah. get it out of the way, get the three points, leave. Uh, yeah. I mean, Columbus, Ohio going over there is going to be tough. Staying on the road for two weeks in a row and going to LA. It's the only game against the LA galaxy. And I, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. I think I mentioned it to you. The LA galaxy are plus 23 at home in goals. It's almost absurd. It's almost, and this is before, Giovanni De Santos. I mean, only he's only been there recently, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, it's like uh, I don't know if they're waltzing to the MLS Cup. <laughs> I think they're moonwalking. You think it. they're moonwalking? <laughs> I think they're hug fiving <laughs> all the way there. <laughs> I, uh, to be completely honest, it seems like it's an unwinnable match. But also, I and maybe this is my mistake as an NYCFC supporter. I look at the game against DC and I'm like, we can beat anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess at home when well, we have a little bit more of an advantage, but DC is a solid team. I actually think we played better on the road than we have at home. I mean, to be completely honest, I don't think we've played that great at home until recently. Okay. Uh, DC was a good uh, boost to, to the team's confidence, especially the, is it a mirage? I don't think so. You think that's the team? I think it's a, it's a solid team, and they're also uh, their goalie, uh, Bill Hamid, right? Bill Hamid, Hamid, yeah. He's 
He's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah, he's absolutely I had incredible. heard about him and stuff, and he stopped some great shots. Yeah, yeah. He's had some opportunities with the men's national team. He's Yeah, he's... Dominant he's, guy. Yeah, so, very good. Standing on his head for a lot of the match. So, and, and, and DC's defense... They, they look pretty good. They didn't really make that many yeah. mistakes or anything like that. Uh, Bobby Boswell gave up that uh, him and I can't remember who the other one. Bobby Boswell being one of the better defenders in the league. That pass from Pirlo to, to David Villa. Yes. Uh, I mean, David Villa looked like he was sandwiched between two dudes. I'm like, who who kicked it? I, to this point, I still don't know who <laughs> kicked that goal. I, I mean, how do you do I, That pass, first of the all. The pass was... When when he made the pass, I'm like, oh, this is a bad pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. No way. And, and I was know, like, that's a weird shot. You know, especially <laughs> since V is not V is not slow, but he's not the fastest dude. Yeah, on not the pitch. anymore. He's lost a step or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when he sandwiched between the two dudes, yeah, and it's like, all right, well. Bad. All right, nice try, but this is yeah. just a bad play. And if you watch the replay, I think Villa thought the same thing you did, which was, <laughs> well, why did he kick? Oh, my God. Like, there was this weird hesitation of, like, should I even attempt to? Oh, yeah, let me run after no, this thing. The, the two defenders and Hamid did not expect the shot to be taken. No. There's, that, that's, I, that's, that's, that's how great of, like, the, yeah. the, like, Pirlo saw the opportunity before Anyone else on the pitch? It's like as if you would have eaten the burrito from the middle out, but it would have been perfect. All right. Can we just... <laughs> I mean, it's almost like Can that. we just put this to bed? Yeah. Just set the... Put the burrito to bed. Yeah. Tuck it in. Yeah. You know... With some foil, maybe? <laughs> turn off the nightlight. <laughs> Take away its cell phone. <laughs> because... Bring the iPad out. Shut off the router. Now, just in case. Now it feels personal. <laughs> but he's, he's in between Bobby Boswell and the other guy. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Hamid was like, "Well, they got this." Exactly. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> like, totally. I mean, it wasn't. He wasn't, uh, uh, you know, playing poor at the net. No. He 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 knew what it, what his job was, but he did not think one there was a, sh- a a shot to be taken. I don't think there was potential for a shot. I think it was. I, I honestly think it was just one in a million. Put his foot forward, hit the ball direct. I don't. I don't think it was that as lucky as as. A one in a million. I think it's 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 Villa's maravilla. <laughs> Maybe. And you know I what? Mean, it, honestly, no. I mean, being even, I'm joking around, but I think not every player could have, would have even had the courage to take that shot. Sure, I completely agree. And I think part of it also, if I if I can put myself in Villa's brain, I think part of it was that he was like, how come they these two defenders haven't kicked this ball away yet? Yeah. You know, like it's it seems like they were running along with him. You know what I mean? As opposed to they they're sleeping on Via, man. Yeah, man. They, they think he's old. They think he's old. They see that weird spiky haircut he has now <laughs> and they think he's past it, you know? No, man. They, they that was definitely that was evident. Like, oh, they they didn't expect. I think I think that happens to uh, w- with a, a, a defenders and DPs. I think a lot of times they think, "Oh, well they're in the same league I'm in." Yeah. You know, whatever. I, they, they don't have that high of an expectation, and it's like a lot of times this is the first time these players are seeing yeah, each other. Outside you know, of TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, with Villa, he hasn't. This is first year in the league. They don't really know how to defend him. They don't right. know what he's really capable of, and not, and he showed them. Yeah, and I, here's my big thing. It seems that uh, David Villa is benefiting mostly from having guys like Lampard and Villa and Pirlo on the on the pitch, in that. There's there's a certain level of an, and I think Americans have done a great job athletically, but there's a certain intelligence of the game, or maybe it's just a trust of your abilities that Pirlo has. But it seems like Villa 
when he was running after that ball, I felt a sort of relief from him that he had now has someone on the pitch that can send him a ball there. Because it seems like one of the things about Villa is, like, and I, I remember seeing this a couple times when I watched on replay with the Red Bulls, it seemed like he's like, there's so much more that can be happening right now, but there isn't someone to give me the ball there. There isn't, like, there's all these spaces they see, you know what I mean? Yeah. There are all these areas of, of attacking that they're, they're recognizing. And I, I'll give some credit to, you know, Jason Christ and, and, and City Football Group. And, and, you know, the rumor was that Christ didn't want Pirlo. But it seems like Pirlo is someone who, at the very least, and I, to be honest, I think Poku does this as well, that looks up and says, I see, I see something here. I'm going to try to send it there. You know what I mean? And, and it's kind of beautiful to see David Villa score that goal because it's like, look at how much talent he has yeah. when he doesn't have to create everything on his own. You know, and I think that's why Tommy McNair, McNamara's been so successful because so many people are focusing on Villa, and Tommy has like that, that just knack for goal. That you know, that that poacher, not even a poacher, just like that goal getter mentality. Yeah, that goal, uh, his goal uh, against DC, where he just didn't, he didn't give up on the ball. Like yeah, you saw like a, a, you know, watching the replay, and the the guy who was defending him. I mean, he was basically at he was two feet from net completely by himself and as soon as uh pirlo no villa made the pass to poku and tommy mac just took off he was like i'm i'm i know exactly where i have to be yeah and the and his the his defender was just he just seemed like tired he just seemed like he just yeah just let him go he, he did it maybe he didn't know what, what what play was about to develop but didn't really expect anything out of tommy mac and, and, there he, it just, goes. and he just buried it yeah uh, I, I saw this article uh, maybe yesterday about how they're saying that MLS players, American and MLS players, are m- more fit than any other league. That yeah. the, the conditioning here is stronger than and tougher than in the European leagues. I don't, yeah. I don't know as much about the European league, so I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, I think the big issue that we've had in this country is that we build athletes, not footballers. Yeah. And if you look at Europe, you know, you look at a guy like Leo Messi. You know, Alexis Sanchez probably stands out because he's one of those guys that can, you know, sprint for 90 minutes, you know. And, you know, that's half the league in the, in the MLS. You know, they're just built that way. But the part of it is, it's like, you don't have the the flair and the individual skills, so be a great athlete, so that you're always prepared and you can run hard and you can do all those things. You know, there comes a point in our development where we're not teaching people to run hard. We're teaching, you know, we're sort of, sort of developing, you know, highly skilled footballers. And I don't think that that we're there yet. I think we're really close. I think there's next crop of players that are coming up. But there's, you know, I think um, Sir Alex Ferguson said about Americans this is now going back probably six, seven years ago. But he said Americans can run forever but have square feet, meaning we can't – we can only run like, you know, old Nintendo, like up, left, right, down. We can't yeah. We can't do those fancy moves we and flares a, and things. We need a Contra code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A. <laughs> B-A, B-A, start. <laughs> select start, wasn't select it? Select start, yeah. Yeah. But select start was for uh, two players. Was it really? Yeah. That's the Konami code. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Had even worked on Ninja Turtles on your uh, Game Boy, which was awesome. <laughs> anyway, see, I played one other game than FIFA at some point in my life. 
Uh, Contra was uh, dope. I, re- I pre-ordered FIFA 16. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it. We might be doing some live events for that, too. We so that, that's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we have some cool stuff coming up for you guys. Uh, I, you know, we love doing the podcast. We love doing the videos. Tell us if you love our podcast and videos. Let us know. Again, you can email us at soccercooligans. Yeah, oh, well, that's well, soccercooligans at gmail.com. Well, yeah, we'll answer some uh, questions on the show. Just, uh, you know. Anything. Comments. Anything us. you want us to read. Funny. Anything you want. Um Again, our website is up. We're, we're working on it, but check it out, SoccerCooligans.com. Mm-hmm. Again, Facebook, uh, you know, uh, Facebook, I believe, we're The Soccer Cooligans. Uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Soccer Cooligans, the whole nine. Uh, just put Soccer Cooligans. Hey, guys, if you can, follow us, subscribe on our YouTube, uh, you know, like, fave, retweet, whatever it is you guys got to do. Um, please do because it will absolutely help us out. Uh, we're growing our numbers. People are watching our videos. We're really excited. We got a new video coming out. Um, by the time you hear this, it's already out. But uh, we have a bunch of stuff going up. I'm really, really excited about, um, and we want you guys to uh, be excited too. So let us know how excited you are by liking, faving, and doing all those things um, individually. You guys seem to be doing it already, but you know we love the fact that you're doing it. If you guys haven't done that, um, please follow each of us uh, individually. And uh, if you guys want to ask us a question or want to come to a comedy show, you guys are mostly in New York. Uh, we perform a lot in New York. I, myself, I'm going out to Madison, Wisconsin. I'm going to London. I'm going to Appleton, Wisconsin. Not all in that order, obviously. It'd be stupid to go to London back to Wisconsin. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we travel around. We perform. You know, uh, Polanco's got this awesome uh, Wednesday show. I do Illuminati party. I mean, we want we want you guys to come see us. We want you guys to ask us any questions. And we might be doing some uh, Cooligan stuff live at a local comedy club here. Um, that I think would be hilarious and fun. We're working on it. It's happening. We're trying to. We're trying to entertain you guys as much as we possibly can. And uh, we just want to hear from you. That's all. So, you know, subscribe, fave, love, like, click, follow. Is there anything else? Uh, hit us up on MySpace. Yes, Friendster. Friendster. Classmates.com. Uh, whatever it is you guys want. We're on all of them. We're on every platform. Yeah, Snapchat us. I'm not on Snapchat. Uh, neither am I. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we're not 11 years old. Yeah, I, I don't need to be on there. Um, <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to <laughs> take that many pictures as it is. And I already take pictures of all my food on Instagram. Again, not Alexis on Instagram and you, Twitter. You do, uh, you know, you take pictures of food, but you also have like a... a you'll provide a lot of context to the food that you're taking pictures of. That's what I tried to do more than just the picture of the food. Yeah, which I, I do appreciate because uh, th- th- I love stories. Yeah. You know, when, when you just post a, a picture of food, now you're, uh, uh, you know, a, a punchline. You're one of those people. Yeah. But when you actually tell a little story about why why the f- food is interesting, then I'm like, oh, all yeah. right. Whether how it, where it came from or how you're supposed to eat yeah, it. Yeah, you did that the thing about the uh, tamales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just posted that one. Which was really fascinating. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if a lot of people knew about that. I know I learned I about did. it when I started working, um, you know, on the pizza tours. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And by the way, they're amazing. Um, yeah, some of the best tamales I've ever had is some guy who won't sell them to you if he thinks you're a cop. So I have to, <laughs> I have to convince people I'm that's, not a cop. That's some real... That's how you know the food is. Yeah, that's how it's good. So. <laughs> yeah. And they're just waiting for the back staff to come out. But anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean, follow us. Do whatever you can. Uh, if you guys are listening to this on iTunes, five stars. That would be really helping us out. Also, uh, leave a little review. Just say we're hilarious and we're awesome. Uh, and that you want to eat burritos with us. Oh, well, at least one of us. Well, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have, <laughs> we'll have a, a date. I'll, I'll, I'll clearly be the third wheel on that burrito <laughs> yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you will be there. <laughs> And that's what's important. <laughs> Ruining the experience <laughs> for everyone. Just guys, can I get more napkins? <laughs> uh, 
Guys, this has been Cooligans episode seven. We can't wait for episode eight. It's gonna uh, every week is uh, getting better and better. Uh, so yeah, it's been a you know killer season. We're in the so middle far, of it. Yeah. Playoff push. Uh, stay with us, man. There's a lot of stuff happening. So. Yeah, and if any of you guys are Arsenal fans, hit up Christian Polanco. <laughs> Get him in there. Come on, Johans. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear your. I want to hear your pitch. I want to nice. hear your pitches. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.